Hello and welcome to The Prime Actor with me, Maddie Ann Holt. And me, Rhiannon Mosson. In The Prime Actor, we bring you an all-access pass to the world of acting, singing, dance, musical theatre and all that's in between. The Prime Actor is sponsored by the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School, an award-winning part-time drama school with branches all over London. And check out their sister company, Stage in the City, who run performing arts courses for adults all over London and online. We're coming to the end of 2020 and next week is the final episode and we will be sharing a very special free download for you to wrap up your year but more on that next week. For the penultimate episode of 2020 we're talking building your tribe. Behind every successful performer there's all sorts of people in their team from agents, writers, consultants, cheerleaders and supporters and more and today we're talking about how to refine your tribe so that you never feel alone. Your tribe members are those people who accept you just as you are and they want the very best for you. They make you feel understood and they encourage you to go after your goals and pursue your dreams. Also, the members of your tribe help you to get through difficult times and they provide you with a sense of community and support. This industry can be lonely if you let it be, but once you start systematically sourcing, why did I put those words in when I've got Invisalign in my mouth? I don't know. (laughs) Once you start systematically sourcing your tribe, you'll find you're never alone. It's all about finding your people. Brie, who are your people? Oh, my people. My people. My people are patient. That is, I, I feel like you're looking for some names here and I'm not, I'm not no, going to give you no, the names. No, 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 no. But um, <laughs> I, I am so fortunate to have built, like, an, in addition to my family, a family of friends. And mm. um, I have a really patient partner as well. And just patience is the biggest thing. People who are going to give you time... And just listen. Sometimes just yeah. listen. And I'm so lucky to have mm. that around me. And I yeah. don't take that for granted. Or at least I, I hope I don't. Mm, no, that's so... Impatient people, that is just so true. Because I think that I can wang on about the same thing endlessly. Sometimes just because you like, you just need to talk about it. I'm just like, I need, to, I need to get this out. And it will be... And the most patient people who would just listen to it. And, and then, but then in turn, of course, I'm sure you listen to them and help them. And Well, hopefully, and that's it. I do think it's like got to be two-sided and can't mm. just be take, take, take mm. either side. Yeah. You know, you shouldn't surround yourself with people who you feel are just taking from you either. So it all kind of works, but it's really important and I'm sure you feel like this as well to have people who will um will will call you on things if they don't Mm. always agree with what you're saying and um and and make you question why you are thinking what you think because often when you're having one of those rants you're kind of caught up in the moment a little bit and with reflection you chance are you don't actually feel like that anyway Mm. Mm. so to have those people I think that this is a really nice um, concept to end the year with, especially a year like we've had, because I never really understood the power of building a tribe. I was always like, you've got to be so self-sufficient in this industry. You've got to be independent, like keep your ear to the ground, just keep going, just keep hustling. And then this is the first year that I've been like working with people. I've got three three female agents right which i'm very lucky to have incredible yeah three amazing brilliant female agents across the board across comedy acting and literary and then um i work with 
it's not all about having women around you, but I work with, you know, wow. strong, brilliant women. And then I've got, all, you know, friends from the industry and not from the industry as well. So, like, across the board, I sort of have understood this year that you don't always need to be grinding and hustling by yourself because that is lonely. And also, you get tired of that real quick. And you 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 need to bounce those ideas off from other people. What's that saying? No man is an island. I mean, mm-hmm. not great oh, yeah, that's what with Brexit, looking, yeah. but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm getting at, and and yeah. um, I think what you just touched on there about having friends who are not from the industry is really important because we've talked a lot about like finding a balance, and if everyone you surround yourself does exactly the same thing as you then Mm. you you can never kind of have that escape from it so I think that's really important I find that I find it too difficult to have I used to only I used to be like I'm only going to date people who are in the industry and I'm only going to be friends with people in the industry and that was my thing and I realized very quickly oh not good (laughs) not good at all but I realized very quickly that when you do that there is no escape like there is no escape from the industry. There's no escape, at least with compare and despair. Like when you're on social media, you are you've got the power, and you can be like, actually, I'm not going to do this right now. But when you also surround yourself and your partner is in the industry, you're like, oh my god, now all I'm le- now all I'm thinking is they're doing really well, and I'm not doing well, and they're doing this, and I, they're working, and I should be working. Yeah, and the, and the you know chances are that whoever you are in a relationship with would not be going up for the same jobs as you anyway probably so (laughs) yeah your competition is it's a silly thing that then we put on ourselves Mm -hmm. unnecessarily Mm -hmm. but it's also about like you are some we all have people of many interests and it Mm -hmm. you know so you you want to be able to have other interests to share with other people get other viewpoints on the world from people yeah for sure. I think that also working with like some ways to, to kind of build your tribe, because, you know, you mentioned there at the top about all of the different people who are in your tribe. So you've got like, you know, your agents, if, if you if you are represented or, you know, writers or producers or whatever. So, of course, having people within the industry is a great thing because then you can call on each other, you can help each other. But then also having people who are not in the industry and people who are not yes women or men. Because I think that can be quite detrimental to, yeah, to like, you know, you you say, hey, I'm going to do this idea. Uh, What do you think about this? And it would be awful. And they'll be like, oh, my God, incredible. Just keep going with it. And then you're just getting led blindly down this, which, um, you know, I guess I've never been in that position. But I I know of people that are, I know if people are real, yes, people. And I do sometimes go to them just because I need to be, like, bolstered up a little bit. Well, yeah, there's a time and a place for the yes yeah. person, right? Like, there is. Yeah. and But also, you know, it probably means more to you coming from the people who you really respect and and have kind of in your tribe who have your back. It means mm. more when they are like, yes, that's the most amazing idea ever, rather yeah. than it just always being that person who says, yeah, that's amazing, that's amazing, because mm. it probably isn't half the time. And Well, no, exactly. Um, marketing guru Seth Godin, or Godin, 
Let's go Godin. Advises that you that you create your tribe by helping others to achieve their goals. Connect people in your social network who have common interests. Give them access to information and resources that they need and let them know that you're available if they need help too. Um, I work, I got the nicest email today. I'm going to actually find it. I'm going to read it. Honestly, okay, it might sound like I'm making this up, but I'm not. This is an email I got this morning. Um, I won't read it exactly, but it says, this is from one of uh, a stu- one of my students who did a screenwriting course with me. Uh, I just want to send you an email to say a massive thank you for all the advice you offered me on the screenwriting course. Thanks for your help advice and advice. I made the decision to leave a job I was unhappy being in. I focused on my writing and acting career, and now I have meetings to edit and develop a pilot script I wrote. On top of that, I've been working on a musical script using the tips that you suggested uh da, 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 da. the course has honestly changed my life and i am so grateful to you and i just oh, think so nice so nice and so actually nice. these these people who um come back and say like you i did your course then or we work together it serves both of us because yeah okay i taught them and whatever but then when they come back to me and she says at the bottom of the email if you ever want to co-write anything and like that's completely the right approach mm. to have to build your tribe through gratitude so when people do nice things and you know um say nice things will help you in some way to show your gratitude and to be like i'm also here if you ever want to kick around some ideas and and there's a new person immediately Mm. that you've got you know a relationship Mm -hmm. with and Mm -hmm. that's Mm -hmm. incredible i think where i really struggle with this is uh like new people and mm. networking is not my vibe at really, all. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um and it just it just isn't it just isn't who I am. Like if we mm. if you you know, you remember those things we used to go to called parties? Do you ever oh, remember yeah. what those oh, are like? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I am the person who sticks to the people I know. Mm. And I, that is just part of who I am, I guess. But I am very aware that I could be missing not missing out on people, but, you know, that opportunity to find, you know, that connection like you've just spoken about there. And so you, we have to not give up on that. I have to try and challenge myself to put myself out there to talk to other people. Yeah, but also equally, I think that that's okay. I mean, I honestly, do I go to a party when you can go to a party? And I probably talk to a few extra people, but generally speaking, I'm just there with the people I'm there with. I don't, I I think that I am lucky enough to be on the teaching side of things as well. So I get to be, I'm still in contact with people from Anna Fiorentini from when I very, very first started. Um, some only, like literally a handful, but of the older ones as well from Sage in the City, like there's loads of them that I'm still friends mm. with that I've taught that I love to see what they're up to. And then and then in my screenwriting same thing like I get people come back and I think that's a good place a nice place to be in because then I am able to build a kind of tribe in that way um for me I think there's also another side of this which is that um I said or struggled to say that you've got to systematically select and I think that that's right. I think that actually at the end of a year, not in a ruthless way, but I do think it's quite good to assess the people that are around you. Obviously, the people who've been there for like three, four, five, six upwards years, they're there for a reason and you love them and 
and they bring something to your life and you bring something to to yours to to theirs but sometimes someone sneaks in that you know maybe it's just that you don't even speak to that much but that is giving you that anxiety in some capacity or they're just not serving you and where you want to be in your life and I think it's quite a good time to like cleanse the tribe sometimes that's awful but no I think if you're you're talking about it in a professional capacity you're not talking Mm. about like your mates you know so it's not it's not like that and I think it's fine to say you know maybe they don't actually align in quite the same way Mm. in the way I think that I thought they did initially like and like you said you don't have to be ruthless we're not talking about ghosting people because that's (laughs) not the one but you know just thinking okay what I wanted to kind of collaborate on with that person maybe isn't working so where do I find the person that I do want to collaborate with on Mm. on that and and also you you will change this year will have changed us all so we're all going to come out of this thinking differently and and that's Mm. okay too about yeah I th- yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes you don't even need to make a big show of it. I know, you know, off the top of my head, there's a there's a few people that I know that I've worked with that every now and again will come back and ask if we, I want to work on a project or something like that. And I know from experience now that I don't just say yes to everything. So before, when I was like coming up in the industry, I'd be like, yep, yep, take every opportunity. But now I'm really much more selective about the people that I work with. Um... And there's another side of this as well, which is finding mentors. Mm, which are an incredible resource if you are lucky enough to yeah. to find somebody. Yeah. And, and I would say don't waste that opportunity if, mm-hmm. if a mentor comes your way. Yeah, they are that. hard. Funny enough, I actually just applied for this incredible mentorship scheme last night that I saw. I've never applied for anything like that. Um mm. Uh, and and I I have sometimes when I work with students they they will ask me if I can mentor and I'm like no you got me all wrong I can teach what I've just taught you <laughs> I could do what I've just done but it stops there I mean I'm I'm like eating peanut butter out of a jar mate like I can't <laughs> I mean and I don't think they're asking for culinary advice from you Maddie no. I would imagine it's more no. you know the wider sense. But I think, I also think that, that when you, I, I actually, I've had various mentors who have been kind of unofficial mentors, but in the sense of having an official mentor, oh my God, I would love that. Have you ever yes. had one? No. And again, had like people unofficially sub, kind of offer support, but I would say one thing is making sure they are the right mentor for you though, mm. because, um, yeah, you you or you need to be very honest about kind of your visions about stuff because what you don't want is it then to become their narrative. You know, mm. I think the mentor is there to kind of help you foresee your vision rather than their own and mm. just yeah, checking because well, I think mentors, you know, can feel very good about themselves and they should, mm. but it shouldn't be they should not be doing it for that reason if that makes yeah. sense. Oh, I agree. I think the other uh, the other place to kind of look if if you you're not in a position to get a mentor, which you know, it, like you say, is is few and far between, it's role models, and they don't even need to be anyone that you know. You don't even need to have a conversation with them. But like my probably one of my 
well, I have quite a few role models actually in the industry, but there's certain women in the industry that I not necessarily even aspire to, but I look up to and I'm like, you are brilliant and I love everything that you stand for. And that inspires me. I assume you're talking about Dolly Parton. Uh, yeah, 100%. Good. I'm glad I made that clear. <laughs> a, f- a prime example, I feel, for what you're saying. No, but it, it is true. Like, you know, yeah, they don't have to be of godlike status like Dolly. They yeah. can be mm. your kind of... Yeah. yeah. And, and But also, I'm sure you have friend, friends who inspire you as well. I know yeah, I do. Yeah. And thinking, yeah. you know, like cheering those people when when they reach a goal and Mm. knowing that they're going to do that for you as well and so finding kind of uh role models who yeah are kind of tangible obtainable people in your life is important yeah for sure one of my best friends Suk Ojla actually who I was just messaging before this who's got her second appearance on Mock the Week yeah uh Actually, it would have. It's Thursday. It's coming out, so it would have been just yesterday when this comes out. Um, and we do a a thing where, like, if there's any ever any TV stuff, we will log out of our Twitter, change the password, and then give it to each other. And I'll be, I'll go on her Twitter and I'll be like social media troll basher, and she'll do. That's so amazing. That. Yeah. So any like blocking or there was a guy. Um, what I do is I, she just says block, but I like to school trolls. So like Mm. sometimes, unless it's someone just, you know, like deliberately, you know, rude or whatever, but there was a guy who tweeted something like, um, I don't even know who this is, um, on the mock of the week thing about my friend. And I was like, yeah, no, that's that she's, it's her first time on mock the week. Maybe, maybe if you watch it, like, let me know what you think. And if you like that, if you like her and he's like, yeah, but I've never heard of her. And I was like, no, no, like I say, it's a debut, so let, here's, let me here's know your what moment. you think. Yeah, and then he got back to me later, and he was like, I really liked her, and I was like, okay, good. Well, we've learned, haven't we? We've all learned something. <laughs> you don't have to immediately take to Twitter. You can give yourselves a yep. few minutes before you, yeah. you know, type your characters. <laughs> um, but, but, yeah, and actually, on that note, and we can just maybe, like, round up with this, um, the weekly wins idea... Yes, you know that's so nice. And I don't oh. do it, but I mm. probably should. We all should. Do you do it? Well, actually, I do it with Sook that I was just talking about. Yeah, we haven't done it in a couple of weeks, but we next week on the podcast, on our final episode of the of this season and of the year, we're going to be talking about, oh, instead of weekly wins, we're going to talk about yearly wins. And you've got, there's going to be a document. But I think it's something that you you kind of have to force yourself to do and then when you do it you feel uncomfortable and slightly humiliated and then afterwards you're like oh actually this week hasn't been that bad like and it and I think the difference is and we can speak about this next week is the difference between goals that or things that you've achieved that enrich you and things that validate you and there's a real difference yeah um because I was always looking to be validated by career stuff as all I wanted, but that is few and far between. Yeah. And if those are your wins, that's a problem. And and like you said, there are so many things. Every week you might get to Friday and be like, well, that was yeah rubbish. But really, yeah. was it? I mean, probably mm. not. And and this is something, actually, I've never done it, and I, every year I think I must do that. But if people put in a jar things that made them feel happy throughout the year just as and when and then on new year's eve you open that jar and then you read them all out 
and are like, oh yeah, we did all those things that oh were amazing. God, I love this. I mean, we you've got how many days before you could do one for a month Two and weeks. then open it? On Two New weeks year. worth. But I was yes. I every year think that's a really nice idea because and I really wish this year I'd done it more than ever because yeah. I don't want to be on New Year's and think it was rubbish. There have been things we should feel well, amazed hopefully, by. With this document that I'm talking about, we will be able we'll to go it. through exactly. next week and see the things. And like, I'm gonna, li- I'm gonna force them out of you. Really. Next <sighs> week, I'm going to force you to think of all of the good things and all the things that enriched you, <laughs> because there'll be loads of them on there. There will, um, there will. But but yeah, so I mean, finding people to to do these like rituals with and routines with bring your tribe together. So even if it's just two of you on a Sunday night, like it is with me. It's worth it. Yeah, that's amazing that you do that. That's really amazing. I haven't done it for two weeks, but, you know, I'll take the... I'll take the... <laughs> take the amazing. I'll take the amazing. <laughs> if you have a burning question to ask about the world of acting or agenting, The Prime Actor has its own Instagram. Give us a follow at The Prime Actor Podcast. We're going to finish each week with a quote to motivate or inspire you. And this week, it's from the learned philosopher, drag performer, actor, comedian and singer who came to the international attention by winning the fifth season of RuPaul's Drag Race. Jinx Monsoon. The more you embrace the weird, crazy things about you, the more you find your tribe. Can I just say, I met Jinx Monsoon in Soho Theatre. Stop it. And she told me my eyebrows were great. So... Well, if you ever want an accolade, put that in your gratitude box and shake it. I felt really ashamed because I, I was like, oh, are you? where are you from? Oh. Like, where, like, how does everyone know you? But she, she was just nice and said my eyebrows were good. So. But she's anyway, not in your tribe. <laughs> <laughs> that was my opportunity to get her in my tribe and I missed it. <laughs> missed that. But great eyebrows. Thank you. Um, thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about the Anna Fiorentini Theatre and Film School, then you can head to their website, annafiorentini.com. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.